Thanks for coming back. Men of the Prize podcast. It is hi, Harvey. How are you? How was your week? How's your soul? How's your motivation? How are you feeling? We've, you've been with me through this season. We've talked to a lot of people. We've gone through our ups and downs. I hope listening here that you are doing so much better than when I spoke to you the first time. I hope you're closer to whatever goals you set when we were talking two months ago. I hope that you are progressing. And if you're not progressing, if it's a temporary stop, you're going to keep going. Don't forget. This week, Brian David Porter is on with us. It's a quick one, but it gets the point. We talk about some stuff. Good episode. You know I like a good quote. So let me keep it simple this week so we can get to the interview. The quote is, men with good intentions make promises. Men with good character keep them. Keep that in mind. Who are you? Are you the guy that promises it? Or are you the guy that keeps that promise? And if you're the first guy, you want to become the second guy. And if you're the second guy, the guy with character, you should be teaching another guy, another boy, to be a man with good character. So keep that in mind. Brian David Porter, quick. He's a minister, motivational speaker, life coach, published author, and podcaster. All his information is in the episode notes. So I'm going to send you off to him. I hope you enjoy. Otherwise, have a good week. Reach your goals. Don't stop. Why? You know why. Because you're a man and you are the prize. Have a good one. Enjoy. Welcome back, Men of the Prize podcast. It's Harvey. It's your host. You know how I do. I have another man on. Find a black man. We're going to talk about it. We're going to break it down. Brian David Porter, how are you today, sir? Doing great. Doing great. Thank you again for this awesome opportunity. Definitely appreciate it. Looking forward to some awesome dialogue. Excellent. And likewise, thank you for giving me of your time so we can talk about some stuff. I hope this is going to be something positive for anyone, you, me, and anyone listening. Um, what I do start every episode with is this. I'm an expert at being me, being the man that I need to be. I'm working on that. I'm an expert in the process of being the man that I want to be. But what I wanted this podcast to be was a safe space for men to speak. Let's talk about our emotions, our lives, our struggles, up, down. We don't want to hold anything in. So if you gain anything from us talking, is that it's okay to be not okay, to talk to somebody about your issues. We don't want to hold this stuff in. That's what gets us in trouble. So hopefully while you hear a conversation, it maybe gets something going on inside where, you know, I need to talk to somebody. And if you do so, find a friend, a mentor, a pastor, anyone that you can talk to who will be there to listen to you. It's better to get it out early than to hold on to it because then there's, we have ways of releasing this, these feelings, this energy in a bad way. We don't want to be toxic, nothing of that sort. So. Hopefully this will give you the courage, the opportunity to go find somebody, even if it's somebody who's trained, psychologists, psychotherapists, social workers, somebody to listen to you. So if you get nothing else from this podcast, that it's okay to speak to somebody before something bad can happen. But when you talk to somebody, good things happen. So take advantage of that. And with that said, sir, you ready? Yes, yes. All right, let's go. So what I do is everybody heard your quick bio, but if you could give me like a 10 second, like I came up to you on the street and I needed you to tell me like 10 seconds, 
tell me about you. What would you say? I grew up, um, parents divorced at an early age. I was told I would never be amount to anything. I was always told that because I'm a black man, I had to work um, twice as hard as the, as the next person and um, grew up. And now I'm blessed to be have be have a motivational podcast as well as um, several books and just trying to, you know, tap into all the giftings in me. And so um, I'm grateful. I try to, I love being able to be a hope and inspiration to people. Excellent. Good start. All right. So the way this podcast is kind of how I put it together, the word prize I like, and I want to associate it with men. So I took the word prize, five letters, and four of them represent what I think are good attributes good characteristics of men, things that we can kind of dive into. The last letter, the letter in the middle, I represents the completion of the prize thing you'll see as we're talking about. So the first letter in the word prize is P and the word is purpose. And that's defined as reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. So Brian, what is your purpose? My purpose, at first I didn't realize it, but then I began to realize that my purpose was in me, it, you know, all along. It's kind of like how I was explaining this to someone the other day, like how a butterfly doesn't have to go to the store to get their pair of wings. All they have to do is go through the process to be able to tap into what's been a part of them all along. So, um, you know, that's what I've done. And so my purpose is being able to uh, help change the trajectory of people's lives as well as being an instrument and vessel of hope and inspiration and being the uh, being the light God has called me to be and being being intentional with relationships and with um, you know maximizing my gifts and reaching people whether through the form of writing podcasting life coaching motivational speaking but like really reaching people okay that's good so one thing that I have really picked up on is through this season and talking to different men is a lot of us men become a version of something we needed when we were growing up. A lot of us men, if we didn't have somebody we could talk to, we could trust, we become the person that a kid can trust. If we grew up in a house where there was abuse and we, there's nothing we could do with it or we could stop it when we grow up, we're the person that helps somebody who's dealing in an abusive household. So we kind of become what we needed. So my question for you is you growing up, did you have a you growing up? Did I have a me growing up? I'm grateful for the positive male role models in my life growing up. Of course, I still had my dad, but I would just be with him like two months every summer and every other Christmas and Thanksgiving. So in addition to him, I was blessed to have other male role models um, in my life. That's good. That's good. And we don't all have that. So it's always it's a question I ask because a lot of times we grow up and sometimes there's just not that man to be there to kind of understand our struggles. So I'm glad. It's good to know that you had somebody. Um, are you that person? Obviously, it's kind of what you do, your purpose. But a better question do you remember the first person that you were that person for? In other words, the first person, I don't know if it's a family member, nephew, patient, something, somebody in the church where you took on that part, that job of being their mentor or being that 
role model? I do, I do. And actually I just um, talked to this young brother a um, little bit earlier today and I've been blessed to be a mentor and big brother to him for maybe the last uh, 13 years and it's been awesome being a part of his growth. Oh, that's good. That's, that's good. Um, what was that experience like? The first time you kind of jumped in and was helping somebody, how did you handle it? Was it something you wanted to do? Apprehension? How did you feel as you were taking on an important role in our community? It was almost like I was walking and, you know, sharing things that were on my heart. And then I had to like press the pause button and realize that what I was doing was what I was reflecting what I saw when I was little. So it's like, wow, okay, so this is this is it. Okay. It was like a, you know, light bulb going off in my head. So yeah. That's good. That's good. Sometimes you got to do something to really realize that this is what you're meant to be. This is what you're meant to do. So it's good that you had somebody kind of lead you in the right direction. Um, the next letter in the word prize, the letter is R. The word is resilience. The capacity to recover quickly from difficulties and toughness. So can you think of a situation anytime in your life where you went through something and you discovered that you had a, res a sense of resilience, an ability to, you know, resilient, and you didn't know you had it. Maybe it's something you found through a tough situation. Yes, yes, definitely. Tell us yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, it was about, um, yeah, okay. About two and a half years ago, well, I was married for five years, and about two and a half years ago, my ex, um, had told me she wanted a divorce. And so, you know, I had set up, um, at first there was a, the initial sting and then, you know, I set up counseling. We set up, you know, we continued talking and things seemed to be getting better. And then out of nowhere, she called me one day and told me that she didn't want to fight for it. And um, I've learned that, you know, no matter how much you may want something, you can't force someone to stay in something they don't want to be in. And of course it was, it was tough, but, you know, I had to like release her, you know, I know, I know in the future, you know, God is a king, the kingdom wife that he has for me. But from that point, I, you know, just in a sense found myself getting deeper in my stance and who I was and in my stance in, in God's love and allowing my life to be like wrapped up in his love as I went through the process. And, um, you know, being able to do that has definitely made me a better man and I'm definitely grateful for that. Okay, that's good. So I know that's gotta be tough divorce. I'm a child of divorce, so I can I can see from that part of it being in a home where parents are divorced. Can you think of how that situation, that impending divorce and stuff, how it prepared you or what changed in you in terms of an upcoming or next relationship? How did it change when you were looking or possibly seeing somebody who could be a wife? Um, change how I look at things, it changed how I approach things and it um, made me more aware of certain things about me. Um, you know, I don't, I don't blame her for everything. I realize it does take two to tango, but I was working on what I need to do. But it's like a, a thing of constantly evolving, you know, constantly re rediscovering things about yourself. And although the process was tough, it, it was so worth it, you know? Of course, it's like going to the gym is, 
it's tough because you have to lift these heavy weights, but the, the result at the end, it's so it's worth all the blood, sweat and tears. That's good. That's good. Uh, did you have to take some time? Cause I know a divorce has got to be tough on the soul. Did you have to take some time where I'm not going to deal with women? I'm not even going to look. Did you, I mean, certain men, people in general may depression may hit, you know, self-esteem may drop. How was it aside from the process being difficult? How were you for a little while after that? Well, at first, when she first told me, I um, I took a whole month to process everything before I told anyone, before I even told my family, because I felt like I couldn't explain what I had what I hadn't processed yet. So I took a you know a good month to process everything, and I'm really glad I did, and um, you know that definitely helped. Um, you know, helped me. And from that time, just begin like working on myself, you know, and still, you know, working on myself, um, saving, building my credit, um, taking care of my body, staying in great health, um, you know, and it's, uh, it's great, you know, so I'm, you know, positioning myself for when the right one comes, you know, so it's been, it's been good overall. That's good. Excellent. Okay. All right, so we keep moving. The next letter in the word prize is I, but I skip. I keep that for the last. So we're going to skip I. The next letter is Z. The word is zeal. That is enthusiastic devotion. What are you enthusiastically devoted to? Back in October of 2019, um, felt the Lord tell me to bring sound to the motivation he placed in me. And that's how my motivational podcast began. And Maybe um, a year later, I was in the bookstore looking for a book on podcasting. And I, again, I heard the Lord say, write the book you're looking for. So in June of last year, I released the book based on the first season of the podcast. The podcast is currently in its um, fifth season. And so with each season, there'll be a book attached. So the same Absolutely. episodes and interviews you could read and watch on Spotify and YouTube. Now you can also read i transcribed everything uh word for oh, word wow. oh that's amazing excellent and yes we'll then real quick note we'll have the tag we'll have the notes in episode notes how you can get to his podcast how you can get his book all that information will be there but that's excellent that's i've always heard that idea if you can't find the book that you need you're supposed to write it yourself so that's mm -hmm. excellent that's a good way um we'll keep moving the last letter in the word prize is E and the word is expectation. So this is kind of a longer, larger question, but I like to ask for you, what do you expect of yourself in terms of goals, aspirations, what you want to get accomplished in one year, in five years, and in 10 years? Great question, great question. Um, first, it all, I believe it all starts with, with um, saying no, because my yes is too expensive to say yes to everything. So um, like I've learned the power of saying no and being, being okay with it, you know, and also the power of, of resting, because when you think about it, a cell phone can only get to 100% by resting on the charger. And so if I desire to be and stay and remain at 100 percent i have to be able to listen to my body and know when it's time to rest know when it, it's okay to do certain things and know when it's like i just need to rest and recuperate so 
it all starts with rest. And then from there, um, you know, I'll, I definitely see myself uh, still writing books um, and doing the podcast, motivational speaking and life coaching and working on um, some upcoming, upcoming projects. And definitely, um, you know, of course, you know, in God's time, I definitely see myself married again, you know, for this time for the rest of my life and, um, and growing and um, just sharing God's love. And, um, you know, I once heard someone say that one of the world's richest places is the cemetery because it's full of all the uh, million dollar gifts and ideas that no one tapped into. So I refuse to be part of that number. So um, I, I'm with each day and everything I do, I try to do it in purpose, on purpose, intentionally. That's, you know, the tagline after my every podcast episode. And so with being, that means being intentional about eating right, exercising, um, reaching goals. I do have vision boards. Vision boards are great, by the way. And just like giving, giving everything my all, we only got one life. So why not like make the most of it, you know? Excellent. That's good to hear. Um, so the word prize, like we covered the four letters, the middle letter, the I to me is a culmination of everything we kind of spoke about. So as a black man living in this world, we have a lot of shackles. We have a lot of titles that are thrust upon us. So when you aren't a husband, a father, a pastor, a motivational speaker, a neighbor, an employee, anything, when all of that is stripped of you, and it is just you at your core, who are you? I'm someone that's every day while mastering my strengths. I'm also trying to master my weaknesses because I personally believe that what makes a superhero great is not everything that he's able to accomplish, but it's him being able to identify his kryptonite and him being able to overcome his kryptonite rather than allowing his kryptonite to overcome him. So it's like continually and steady facing that because I, I realize and notice that, you know, especially on my high days, I may be high, may be doing great things, but it's at those moments where, you know, at, you know, that temptations or different things could try to come and knock me out. So I really realize I have to stay grounded. And so, um, that's like definitely a, um, uh, inner focus. And, um, uh, in addition to that, I'm Brian David Porter. Um, I, I love to have fun. I love to, I love to dance, listen to music. I love to go for drives, um, explore different things, meet new people, play dominoes. Just, um, I just, you know, truly really believe in, in enjoying life. That's good. Okay. So I have a last few questions that I like to throw at towards the end. So the first is this, what are you afraid of that you can not control? That's a real good question. I think, um, Treating, or excuse me, <laughs> oh, excuse me, I'm so sorry. Um, to answer that question, I think um, 
not valuing someone's time that they are giving me only to realize that it's the last time I see that person. Mm -hmm. So that goes back like to making the most of, of people, you know, because you never know when it will be the last time. So like really cherishing the people in my life and, um, you know. Okay. So the other side of that question is this, what are you afraid of that you can control? What am I afraid of that I can control? And with this, I've gotten a whole new perspective, but, um, you know, I used to be like real afraid of how, you know, people react or respond or, you know, sometimes people are just ugly, but I'm grateful that I've been able to control how I, I respond to it. I've had, um, you know, on the work scene, I've had, you know, people like cuss me out in my face and me not responding and like just responding in love. And then later on, then coming back and apologizing. So, um, just I'm grateful for that, for that love factor that no matter what, um, I have, you know, as the Christian hip hop artist Bizzle says, all the hating in the world won't make me a hater and being able to respond in love and knowing that with whatever I face, like, you know, the father's got me. So like, you know, if I personally believe like anything he has for me is either within my reach or it's in within the reach of my faith. So um, it's like changing the, you know, my life a lot. Okay, excellent. All right. Take a second, I guess, contemplate this. What's the best advice any man in your life has given you? think I can, there's a twofold answer that for that one is um, I'm proud of you because, you know, of course it's great. You'd like to hear your mom say she's proud of you and that, but it's like when you hear from your dad, you know, there's a, you know, a deeper um, gratefulness with that. So that, and um And because with that, you know, I can keep going. And also um, for this fact that, you know, I'm still trying means that the fight's not over, you know, as long as I'm still in the ring, then it's, it's you know, it's, it's still on. So like in regards to not giving up, um, you know, every time I wake up is another opportunity to not only keep trying, but to do better than yesterday. You know, I believe that the only person we should be in competition with is the person we were on yesterday. Agreed. 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 All right. And the last question I have for you, and I ask this of pretty much everyone, because as like I mentioned at the beginning, we men, we tend to hold in a lot, emotions, struggles that we have going on. So one, we don't know how to deal with it because a lot of cases we don't have maybe access to somebody who we can talk to, who will listen and be there for us. 
But my question is this, as a black man just living in this world, just trying to be day to day and survive and maintain, and keep your spirits up. What do you do when life gets hectic, when life is hard, when it's like you feel like you got the weight of the world on your shoulders? So what do you do to self-soothe? What do you, I do to self-soothe? Um, a major thing is not internalizing everything because everything's not meant to be internalized and mm -hmm. really allow myself to be e emotional. And, you know, before, you know, fully answer that, I just want to say, I've noticed like, as young boys, you know, we're, you know, told when something happens, we're told, um, you know, boys don't cry, suck it up, toughen up, toughen up. Yeah. And so well, we put some dirt on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so we, we grow up with the mindset of sucking up, sucking up, sucking up. And then we are men and all this time we've sucked it up. And then in regards to not all women, but a lot of women out there say, men don't know how to show their emotions well when we've been told to suck up and harder emotions the majority or first half of our lives it's going to take some extra time to like dig deep and peel back the layers and to okay. allow our emotions to to truly show okay true okay last question and actually you probably do this so this kind of leads into what you do and then we'll go from there what good piece of advice can you give a black boy growing up in this world? If you could give him like 10 seconds, what one thing would you tell him? I would let him know that um, there's so much more in him than what he sees. There's so much more in him than what other people may say. There's, there's um, gold nuggets in him. And I would remind him, you know, within every small acorn is a huge oak tree. And just to try to pull out that oak tree potential from the acorn and just remind him that he is great, you know, and really uh, speak life, speak life into him. Fantastic. Thank you so much for talking. I appreciate it. You know, I appreciate the nuggets you gave us. How can these listeners, how can people find you? Tell us about social media, your podcasts, your books. Tell us about it all. Where can we, where can we get in touch with? Uh, Sharon, and also going back to the question you asked, what I do to soothe in addition, you know, mm -hmm. podcasting is great soothe and um, spending time with family and um, just um, going for hikes, listening to music, going to the beach. Okay. And, um, and, you know, for those who desire to reach me, I can be reached on Facebook, Brian David Porter, on Instagram as Brian Davey 1978. That's Brian Davey. 1978 and my pot my motivational podcast is called brian's place brian with the i brian's place on spotify and youtube and um you can uh, find me there as well excellent all right thank you so much i appreciate the information i'll definitely be looking to start to find out follow your podcast um i like quotes i end all my episodes with quotes and this is the one i think I'll, i chose and hopefully it works it is obstacles are what you see when you take your eye off of the goal. Hmm. So since this is a motivational podcast, I like, I think I like the idea of like, man, you have an idea. This is what you want to do. 
and the struggle is when, you know, some and obstacles when, you know, it might be, I want to start this business. I want to go to school, but an obstacle might be, oh, she's cute. I need to go talk to her or I want to buy that car. So I think obstacles are things that we allow to stop us from getting our goals. But if we kind of stay focused and go to what Mm -hmm. we really want, you know, nothing is really going to stop us. Um, And with that, Brian, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Um, Everybody's got the information so they can go into the episode notes and find you. And hopefully we're lucky. I'll get to talk to you again. But I want to say thank you to you and thank you to all the listeners of the Men of the Prize podcast where your inner monologue is revealed. Thank you so much. You have a great night.